0: I'm just wild about Harry, and Harry's wild about me. The heavenly blisses of his kisses fills me with ecstasy. He's sweet just like chocolate candy, or like the honey from a bee. Oh, I'm just wild about Harry, and he's just wild about me.
1: Oh, uh, Harry Bryant's been too long,
2: old fella. I oh, know it has.
1: What's been doing?
2: <laughs> Not a whole lot. Um, compared to compared to what I'm usually up to, it's been a slow few weeks, Vorno, But um, starting to get on my feet. Literally, mm. um, I'm I'm back on two feet as of the last uh, time I spoke to you briefly. I was actually on my way to the surgeon's office. And he gave us the okay to start walking and stuff again, and and slowly start getting back in the water. So, um, fairly good news. Yeah, really. Mate.
1: A big week, a big week. Has uh, look? This is uh the first time we've really had a, a sort of long form chat on, ain't that swell? So let me welcome you first of all. Thank uh, you. The high flying, orb threading, rail bearing, sunny coast ginger, uh, famously, <laughs> formerly bowl cut. Now just straw haired and looking pretty fucking legit, mate. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, for, formerly of the sunny coast now on the south coast by way of, you know, plenty of fucking monster chambers all across the country, Hawaii, Indonesia, all over the world, mate. It's been a, a real pleasure to be a uh, part of your journey since you're just your little tiny grommet years and uh, see sort of, you know, what's been happening. But let's... uh. Let's start with the week because you, you had a big one, eh? Like, I mean, you, you got the okay to start putting pressure back on that busted pin, and you mm. also got invited to compete in the Vans Pipeline Masters Invitational, mate, which is just like a feather in your cap, man. I'm, fucking, I'm so stoked for you because, yeah, you know, for a Grom who, who grew up surfing a few queues, doing, doing the usual sort of junior shit to just – peel off into your own vision of what you wanted your surf life to be and and mm. to now be possibly, you know, winning the pipeline
2: <laughs> masters. That's fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Warner. I'm I'm pretty stoked. Yeah. It's an amazing opportunity and um it's just wild actually just actually thinking. I haven't I haven't thought a whole lot about it too much. I've just been trying to focus on like the small the smaller things but obviously like getting that ring up in the last couple of weeks and mm. it's been a pretty huge thing to put my mind to put my mind to and literally like especially being injured at the moment like i could have easily kind of taken the taken the th- this opportunity to just kind of cruise and ride the year out and just relax at home and and but this has kind of really clicked me into this gear where i'm like I've got this really sick goal um, to to try and achieve and um, and basically just try and try and do it do it for myself really more than more than anyone. I don't necessarily have too much pressure on on myself to you know to 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 do well. I'm I'm mainly just like looking to like set goals within my within myself and just have such an amazing opportunity in front of me. And um, yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Hey, eh?
1: mate. Uh, in terms of where you're at with your injury, let, just take us back to how this thing even happened. Like, let's let's even go back before that because uh, you were basically really becoming one of the big high-profile free-surfing, you know, fucking juggernauts out there. Um, <laughs> it, it was a pretty quick rise uh, with Rip Curl early, went to uh, the Hueys, mad Hueys after that. But things sort of yeah. to start a lift when you uh, signed with Rusty, and then uh, ended up with vans full time, so it was, it was a real mm. quick trajectory. Where yeah. were you at in your career just uh, you know pre this injury? Where, where did you feel like you were kind of at with your surfing? Where did you feel like you're at in your career?
2: Were you pretty frothing on how things were going? Uh, pretty much, I'm. I'm pretty much like in the, the last the last twelve months or just over. I've like, I've really just kind of gotten comfy with myself and the people around me and where i am um and um yeah life's pretty much as good as it could be really you know what i mean like and i think this injury's even made me even more appreciate that because it's it's pretty um it's a pretty hectic lifestyle like traveling around a lot and and bouncing around and Especially having all the time in the world to surf, you can kind of start to take things for granted a little bit, you know, like just, I don't know, just sleep in and wait for the waves to get good and surf, gentlemen's hour. And, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm, I'm, I think, I think, yeah, pro- like basically now I'm just, I've just kind of sat down and reflected and, and just done a bit of a mental checklist over, over all these aspects in my life and and the people that I have in my corner supporting me and and kind of where I've, I've based myself over the last few years and um, I kind of couldn't be any more stoked really. Um, like I'm 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 pretty happy where I'm living on the south coast and me and me and my partner Kayla got in, engaged about a year or so ago and we're going to get married next year, which is a really cool thing to look forward to and. And then this pipe contest, and then yeah, like vans, I'm I'm so stoked to be on board with them. They've been really supportive, just on the on the trajectory I've taken my of my career and things like that, and really supported this whole free surfing thing. And mm. um, I've done some pretty amazing surf trips over the last twelve months, and. I'm pretty happy with some footage that I'm, I'm sitting on at the moment. We're kind of working on a bit of a full-length film which will come out next year um, with a line of clothes and shoes and stuff with vans. So that, that's been a really cool thing to work on as well. Yeah, 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 sick.
1: But I mean, it, it, it was it was going hard, and like you know, moving down from the sunny coast. Not that the sunny coast isn't completely littered with absolute lunatics who fucking love the big gear. But what lured <laughs> you down to the south coast? What was it about, sort of, the scene down there, the
2: waves down there that that you know pulled you? Yeah, it? pretty much. Like I I was eighteen and still in in high school. When me and Kayla met, and she she was from Stamble Park, so basically every weekend um, I'd kind of go down to the south coast and and hang out with her, or she'd come up to Noosa and hang out with me. And then, you know, like a, I spent a few school holidays and things down on the south coast and and met a heap of met a heap of friends down there. And then I, it kind of got to a stage where the only thing that was kind of bringing me back to the Sunshine Coast was was not having all my stuff down there like yeah. um
0: <laughs> yeah so
2: I kind of I mean it was obviously it was obviously kind of a a, a kind of no-brainer like decision to make just in terms of like where my surf career was going and my family and all my friends up there were pretty supportive of that but it was probably the biggest and, and best move at that time because um basically I went from from yeah the finishing school on the sunshine coast to then just kind of being introduced to you know like one like all of my favorite um surfers in the world pretty much and then all these got all these videographers and photographers that have been able to document all this these amazing trips and 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 surfing around the coast down here and it was kind of just it was pretty it was pretty seamless i i actually think back to it now and um I didn't even think about it a whole lot. It's just one of those things where you're still pretty young and you're not like, oh, this is a huge, this is a huge move or, and it it wasn't daunting at all. I basically finished school and and packed up all my shit and and dragged it down here and I've been down here ever since. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's not that that, that big a thing. I mean, when you finish school, you'll fucking. Or you'll move into anything as long as your, your folks aren't there, kind of. You're just so stuck <laughs> yeah. to get on with your own life. You just want to... Uh, my first place was um, falling off the side of a hill that had bamboo growing through the floor of my room, out the window. It was like literally held up by bamboo. It was such a shithole, but... You know, Bamboo loved. schooners. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there was, uh, it, it was called the Shant. That's what we actually nicknamed the whole house. It was just the shant. a shithole. But, um, oh, yeah, man. I remember one time I was going overseas and uh, I was the last one living in the house. And as I was walking down, all my shit was still in it. I had two, yeah. two board bags in each arm. And as I walked out, like as I was going down the front stairs, the, the front door hadn't shut it properly and it o- <laughs> swung back open. And I just yeah. turned around and went, ah, oh, fuck it, and just <laughs> kept going. <laughs> just going. I came back like, don't look back. Came back about like yeah, a month and a half later, and uh, six other mates had moved in and taken up my no. room and the whole thing. But um, mate, right. uh, let, let's talk about this accident because yeah, as I say in the lead up to it, you were having a real purple patch. You know, you were getting heaps yeah. of clips. You you'd been uh, on or with vans for a, a year or two, and it looked like you were working on something pretty special. And uh, you've just dropped the actual air that did it mate it's like jumping off the fucking harbour bridge and landing on a ferry (laughs) you just you you can see just the it's not just a break it's a full-blown explosion your leg just goes you can imagine it like what did it sound like when you landed
2: yeah it was weird it was like it was just another morning at, at like you know a stretch of beach where we kind of surf a lot and i just kind of walked out there pretty early in the morning i was actually with um I think the Rage lads were in town. I was with like Sean Manners and, and Credo was in town. Dion was there and we walked out pretty early. <laughs> Waves looked fun. Pretty much like one of It was like first or second wave that this ramp just came at me and, I guess my body was maybe so it was a bit of a chilly morning and I just wasn't really that warmed up and I don't I've never really liked doing airs first thing in the morning. I mm. usually give myself a bit of a ten o'clock curfew. No <laughs> no airs before <laughs> but That's I
1: good. just
2: <clears throat> I just kinda I just hit this section and did a rotation and kind of came down like in between these two the potential options to ride down like of the transition. And Mm. I just was smack bang in the middle of the two, like in kind of dead water with nowhere to go and just kind of landed and compressed and my back, um, my back leg just kind of just popped, I guess like it was just kind of, I actually thought it was my uh, burst, my Achilles um, at the start because my, it it was like at the back of the heel and it Mm. just kind of, that just kind of popped and I was like, Oh, that, it wasn't like straight away, like, fuck, I've snapped my leg or whatever. But I was like, I kind of just knew that I'd, I'd done a number on it. And then, um, I paddled in and kind of like crawled up the rocks and, um, was and Was the yeah, pain kind of
1: kicking in by now or was it like starting it was to still, blow out? It was,
2: it was, st- it was actually, it was still like, I was like, Oh, maybe it's not that, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe mm. I've just like, and then I kind of went and sat on the rocks for a bit, and I kind of started it kind of started seizing up, and I was getting cold, and I was like, "All right, yeah, I've 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 done something." So then, um, um, I had to go jump back in the water and paddle probably a k or two, like across across back to the car park, because it's a fair wa- it's a fair walk like to to where we were certain. So I had to like. Get back in the water and paddle with my legs, like wow. all the way across across this beach. And then Dion walked with with my stuff and and my dog and um, helped me up to the car and then drove me to the hospital. But it to be honest, then um, it it was actually kind of best case scenario. Like I walked in and the lady was like, "Oh, what do you think? What do you think you've done?" I'm like, "I feel like I've burst my like Achilles." tendon or something like that and she's like oh that's like that's like six to 12 months Mm. like said straight away and i was like oh yes like in that moment it's already happened you just kind of like whatever the outcome you know you just you just start to work through it through there but then i got x-rayed and um the radiologist was like yeah no it's it's a clean break and it like in your fibula and you're looking at six weeks recovery time and i guess from there i was like oh like I've had so many friends with injuries, you know, like those MCL, ACL yep. ones that are like a year out. You know what I mean? And like that, I think having to deal with with an in, with an injury with a recovery time of of that um, with that time frame, I would have been having to like really reset my my, my head. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I was kind of like, all right, six weeks. I'm gonna I'm gonna really take this time to kind of get into. Just tap into another side of myself and because I've never had an injury before that that was another thing that I've been thinking about you know I've been really lucky my whole my whole surfing career with injuries I've never had a, a, a proper bad one and I guess it's inevitable when you're hitting these sections doing these airs and there's fiberglass and reef and all this shit involved it's it's not it's you know it's like it's bound to happen sooner or later so
1: mm. oh. so so you get the uh the, you get the kind of the the x-ray and they're like all oh, good but then you get a the- fucking wild looking surgery you know they, they slice you open they get in there they they do a bit of moving around i mean uh yeah tell us about that sort of process and and waking up you know once yeah. it was all done and, and the, the diagnosis post op
2: so yeah well i i went to the i went to the hospital and i was in the waiting room for hours and hours like i think it was like eight hours and and they're like, all right, we can fit your surgery and like stuff. Can afternoon. they give you the green
1: was, whistle at least, mate? Mate, <laughs> no, nothing.
2: I was, oh I was, no! I was sitting in a, I was sitting in the waiting room, not even in a, in a chair. I was just in a, a plastic seat, just in a, in the waiting room, in Nara Hospital for eight hours. And then they wheeled us in, and they gave me, they like put me in a gown and all that, and put me in like one of the beds, like the the pre-op kind of rooms. And then kind of dope me up, and I go to sleep, and then I wake up, and the lady's like, "Sorry about that. We ran out of time. We couldn't even operate on you." Oh. <laughs> and, I had to like, and I had to like, you know, you got to like fast all day. You can't eat. That's anything. right. Yeah. Um. But anyways, they they brought me back in the next like the next day or like the next couple of days, and then and then did it. But yeah, I guess that that's the that's the reality check when you kind of wait, you, you wake up from the operation. I had 10 screws in my leg and, um, and basically, yeah, it's just like, all right. Yeah. There's, there's not a whole lot you can do. It's basically the healing time. And the first couple of weeks for me was the hardest cause the, the kind of wasn't really much you can do. you like, you, you've basically just kind of got to sit there and then wait for like the surgical wound to heal before you can kind of start to do anything. Mm. Um, But man, I've been speaking to so many crew, and so many people have been reaching out to me. Like Nathan Fletcher's been a huge one. He's he's done he's had a heap of injuries, and and he's just kind of like talking me through the, you know, just having the right mindset to deal with things like that. And um, you know, Dylan Graves did the exact same thing to his ankle about this time last year. Um, You know, there's so many surfers and and skaters who suffer with injuries and. It's just, it's something that it's kind of out of out of your control, and and you've kind of just, you've just got to land on your feet and and just keep pushing through it with a with a positive mindset. And it's been sweet to be honest. Like, I've, I've um, yeah, I've I've been able to to learn and and do a heap of stuff that I probably wouldn't have been able to because I kind of would have been running around like a headless chook chasing waves. Mm. So, <clears throat> yeah it's
1: it's been sweet that's good mate and and what about goodsy old Chalkbones himself did he get on the uh, on yeah. the blower and give you some advice because i'm sure uh you know he had multiple broken legs in succession exactly and uh, exactly. if anyone's equipped to give you the sort of any advice on on you know dealing with the slow hours and getting in a yep. good headspace it's it's wade goodall
2: a hundred percent yeah there's there's so there's literally so many people that that have been so unlucky with injuries, like Ryan Ryan Tallinn, He was another one, and like just so many good crew to um, to, to talk about. Um, just kind of like how how they how they kind of deal with the basically from going a hundred miles an hour to to just sitting on the couch and and watching all your mates kind of dart off and and go on surf trips when you've just kind of got to sit there. You know what I mean? So yeah.
1: Yeah mate look I, I think it's uh, uh Ronnie broke his leg last year at Kira and um yeah oh, right. he got a bunch of screws put in and, and sort of like once that initial surgery's done like it's it's the bone pain he was saying that that catches you off guard and that oh. really gets you like it's it's uh, you know the, the injury's yeah. one thing but then the screws going into your bone and and sort of the messages that send into your brain can just be
2: Oh man I um, on another planet Yeah I wasn't really ready for that I, cuz I was I always thought that the, the most painful part of going through an injury was actually breaking it at the at that time. Mm. but after I came back from the from the operation I didn't they didn't give us any painkillers or anything either. and I just came home raw and was like trying to sleep and I was like, this pain is excruciating. I, and there's nothing there's nothing that I can I can do to relieve it. And um, Kayla's of it, she's a nurse and she was like coming home from a hospital on a night shift and like giving me anti-inflammatory injections in my ass (laughs) so I could like have like pain relief. But then I ended up. Oh,
1: right. I thought you meant so you didn't get a stiffy and. (laughs) (laughs) Try and get a root while your leg was just hanging off your body like a fucking bit of wet lettuce. <laughs> Fully taken advantage
2: of a, of a man while he's down.
1: Uh, no, but, but uh, yeah, yeah no, that, I, I yeah, totally uh, can relate to that. Ronnie has spent yeah. the whole of Christmas just in bed. just yeah, And, and eventually, you know, he, he just couldn't do the meds anymore either. He was just going, oh, fuck, I need something else because the meds yeah. fuck with your brain. They're, they're, you yeah, they know, clog they you up. Do the job at first, but yeah, you get constipated. You can't you can't really con. you can't be conscious about your healing which is a kind of a scarier place to be like you'd rather just know exactly what you're in for and what you're doing so he was like getting onto the cbd oils and all that sort of stuff and it really made yeah. it a, a, a huge improvement in his sort of healing journey
2: yeah definitely i've like i've just mainly been trying to slow like slow my mind down i've been trying. i've been like trying to learn how to meditate and things like that that's something that i've I've really been wanting to, to tap into for a long time, but I'm just, oh, I'm constantly thinking about, about things and, and, and surfing just takes up so much of your, of your mindset. But now I've just had so much room in my, in my mind to kind of fill with other things, which has been, which has been really cool. And, and just like, there's so much information um, now and like, Even just like being able to like blowing your blowing your leg up to that extent, but then being able to pretty much be back in the water six weeks later, like like Nathan Fletcher was saying to me on the phone, he's just like, if this was nineteen twenties, he's like, they will just chop it off and just you just they're just amputate it. They just you couldn't even live with it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) man. Yeah, and actually, we we had uh,
1: Ollie Dusset on. um, Is that his name? Is that how you pronounce it? Ollie Dusset. The, you know, the one-legged big wave surfer who uh, oh, lost yeah, his yeah. leg and uh, he came to the Swellness weekend. Yeah. He got up and told his story. It's fucking incredible, mate. Like, oh, well, he had the whole place in tears. And um, we'll, we'll have that one going oh. live soon. But
2: Yeah, I can't wait. I've been surfing with him a lot, actually, through the winter. I, 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 some of the shit I see him do uh, is just insane. But, like, how nuts is the human body to be able to – you know, like to, to to be dealt with a card like that, and then for for someone to be like, you know what, nah, I I can, I'm not letting this stop me from from getting in the way of of um of what I want to do. I'm I'm going for it. Putting my head down. I'm going for it. It's so cool. Oh mate,
1: it it's one of the most inspirational stories I've heard in a long time, and um I, I reckon you know if if you need. Not that you do because you've got so many great people in your ear, you know, offering advice. But if you need, like, that little bit of extra kick to to get back on the horse for this Pipe Masters in- Invitational, like, that's the story to listen to. That is an absolute ring. Yeah. ringer. But, mate, let's just talk about pipe because uh, you, you you started getting back on your feet. When's the comp?
2: It's the waiting period's the, uh, December 8th to the 20th.
1: So how realistic is it for you to get to a place physically where – You know your muscle strength is good. You're feeling confident on your knee. Have have you spoken to sort of you know the trainers and the the different sort of experts and those who have been in this position about what's going to take to get
2: there? So I pretty much, pretty much like two weeks. So after like two weeks after the surgery, I found out that I found out that I was getting an invite to the contest. And literally, I was like, all right, I'm I'm starting this. I'm starting this recovery like right now, and like went to the went to the physio and pretty much told him I was like, "Look, this is the this is the situation. Um, like, this is the operation I've had. This is how my legs look, and and I need to surf. for uh, I'm I'm looking to surf in the in the Pipe Masters, pretty much in like eight weeks, <laughs> and he's like. He's like, all right. He's like, we can basically like really ramp it up. And he's like, what what people don't realize is after these operations, especially when they have metal and, and rods and things in your leg, is it's not going anywhere. It's it's strong. Like after after the ops, you're not actually waiting for the bone to heal and, and fix itself. It's mm. like it's it's set in, it's set into place. And he's like, you can push it to to the point where it, it it's gonna hurt. But basically, it's the more stuff that you do is is going to strengthen it and like you kind of like if you just kind of sit there on the couch and and have it up like all like your calf muscle and things like that and and everything just kind of wastes away so i pretty much like as of as soon as i as soon as i physically could do anything i've i've just i've been doing i've been doing everything that i can like i've been having a i've had a good like um physio like routine and, and swimming in the pool and and I'm pretty yeah like I had a, a I got it re-x-rayed or, or whatever the other day and he was like really happy with how it's going so everything if I can continue this if I can continue the um, the, the recovery path I'm on I reckon I'll I reckon I'll, I probably won't be obviously at a hundred percent but it'll be strong enough to to stuff into a pit I reckon for sure
1: that's sick news, man. And um, you know this this is a it's not your average pipeline comp. I mean, for for a whole generation now, the Pipe Masters is associated with a CT World Championship Tour event. But this is yeah, this is what it originally was. This is a it was a pipeline. The original Pipe Masters was a, a an invitational event. I think maybe only about ten or twelve, maybe even less guys got invited to surf in the first one. It was uh. One by Jeff Hackman, I believe. And, um, man, it's crazy. Like, uh, there's there's this long-running myth that Jerry Lopez, who was considered the best pipe surfer at the time, you know, no one rang him to tell him that the comp was running the next day.
0: <laughs> I don't know how true it is.
1: But, That's so good. Yeah. But, I mean, Jerry went on to win two of these. And, and it was a pipe invitational for a long, long time. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the Billabong Pipe Pro, the CT, will will run in February or something. But this is a full pipe specialist event. Uh, it's a lot harder to win. I think the last person who won one of these from memory was um, Bruce Irons. The year he won the Pipe Masters, it wasn't a CT. It was an invitation. Yeah, so, yeah okay. Mate, there's – fuck, it's, it, it, it's really heading back into this sort of mythological place where, you know, to, to win this thing is – you're not just beating, you know, a, a handful of crew who who don't necessarily know the wave or love it as much as the locals. I mean, if you, you get a result here, you, you you're entering the pantheon, mate.
2: Yeah, yeah, fully. I love that. I love that it's still called the Pipe Masters. That that vans have the the license to the name. You know, because if it was just, I feel like that's it. It makes it so much more. Um, special and and iconic it's just been around for so long and yeah like you said just the the history of like past winners and and the people that have like i don't know just even the opportunity to to go out there with just a you know three or four other guys or or whatever you know and just have the have the the pick of the lineup Mm. is just i can't even comprehend it i mean i've i've been going to hawaii since i was Fifteen years old, and I've I've I'm not necessarily saying that I've put in a heap of time out there, but I've definitely sat out there a lot and and haven't haven't caught a great deal of waves out there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) but um, I'm just trying to even just I'm just trying to envision that lineup with no one no one like rubbing up against your shoulders and things like that. It's just going to be so insane. But yeah, it's it's pretty um. It's a pretty epic opportunity, and and I'm I'm so stoked to be a part of it. It's oh crazy. mate, well look, if I may, uh,
1: please bring back the uh the the bullet, the bowl mullet. Have the mo yep. at just full steam, and yep. um, you know where as Aussie surf fans who have just loved watching you just go fucking turbo over the past few years, man. And this this really is a fucking really cool occasion for all of us because I think you. You do represent Australia in a really unique and classic way, and uh, fuck, we'd love to see you go deep in the draw, there, man.
2: Yeah, thanks, Vono. That's um, that's such a that's such good inspo. I'll, that's it. I'm I'm fully, you know, I'm I'm going into the event just like kind of I'm just I've got a full new lease of 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 life and just a real like re-spark in in like my whole. Like anything to do with surfing right now. I'm just like, I just can't wait to get back in the water and, and, um, yeah, just for just crew watching at home and just kind of being a bit of an underdog over there and, and, you know, just not really having much to lose, but everything to gain. And it's just going to be a, a sick experience. And just to watch, you know, even just being in a heat with guys, you know, like there's, there'll be CT surfers obviously in there and, and all the kind of best, you know, pipe specialists and 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 all the local crew like it'll it'll just be an honor to to be involved i reckon
1: it will be man and um yeah we wish you all the best has thanks for joining us this afternoon mate and um yeah i I really do think you know uh may i recommend that you just wear a 4x singlet and uh some really short stubbies when you paddle out just just to rattle a few cages get get them back in that queensland origin frame of mind
2: that's it hey (laughs) <laughs> Good you, man.
1: <laughs> have a great time and uh best of luck with the uh yeah best of luck with the rehab hopefully you're uh, as close to 100 when you get there
2: thanks mate i appreciate the porno on your hazard talk soon bro speak to you soon see Bye, you mate. mate
0: i'm just wild about harry and harry's wild about me the heaven of his kisses fills me with ecstasy He's sweet just like chocolate candy Or like the honey from a bee Oh I'm just wild about Harry And he's just wild about me